and welcome to episode number 17 of the podcast that never ends, Sports Bar Talk. Folks, I gotta tell you, this is kind of an accom- a milestone week. This is week number 17, and we've made it through a whole NFL regular season of the podcast, basically. 17 weeks in the NFL regular season, this is our 17th week. Although it's not week 17 in the NFL season, more more on the NFL in a moment. But thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the kind reviews and the nice reviews. I genuinely appreciate it. Everyone from Hit Him Straight to Rev Angus to anyone who's written a review, you are the bomb diggity.com. <laughs> anyway, this is Sports Bar Talk, and we do indeed have the best seat in the house. All right, we'll get more on the NFL and COVID in a second, but I do want to cover some bases with the other sports. And speaking of bases, the MLB playoffs are in the divisional series. We have some four great series going on on both the AL and the NL. They are Each series is in their own bubble. You've got the AL, the Astros and A's are playing at beautiful Dodgers Stadium in L.A. Uh, my New York Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays are in the bubble in Petco Park in San Diego. You have the Dodgers and the Padres, probably the the best series so far, even though the series has been one-sided, at the new uh, ballpark. I forget the name of the ballpark, but it's home of the Texas Rangers. And then you have the Braves and the Marlins at Minute Maid Park in Houston, home of the Astros. These, So, I'll give you the rundown. This is, We're recording this on Thursday. This will drop on Thursday. Braves and Marlins, Atlanta is up 2-0. Looks like they're going to close it, it out. The big surprise in the playoffs has been the Marlins, you know, the big COVID outbreak, and their team full of minor leaguers projected to finish last, and here they are in the playoffs. It's a miracle. They they beat the Boston Red Sox this year in terms of seeding and making it far. That is, quite frankly, amazing, and I love it because I hate the Red Sox. Go, Marlins, go! And then you have, in the other NL side, the Dodgers and the Padres. The Dodgers are up 2 nothing. Uh, and Marlins will probably be in progress by the time this drops, so the game is over on FS1, channel 219, on for you people with direct TV. Dodgers and Padres will play at 9 tonight. If you want to watch that or Thursday Night Football, you can. Uh, more on Thursday Night Football in a bit. Dodgers-Padres, that game will be on MLB Network, and if the Padres win, then the rest of the series will switch to FS1. MLB Network, for those of you on DirecTV, is 213, and if you don't have MLB Network, DirecTV is offering a free preview of the channel until October 17th. So you can watch all the playoff baseball your little heart desires. Uh, A's and Astros, their game today is at 335. Again, could be in progress by the time this drops. All the AL series is on TBS. That is channel 247 on DirecTV. Uh, and then Rays and Yankees. Rays, or Houston's up 2-1, by the way. Rays against my New York Yankees. The Rays are up 2-1. And I'm telling you, for my New York Yankees, if there's one thing the Yankees need, that is more starting pitching that they need to get in the offseason. And the Rays have clearly exposed it. They In Game 2, they didn't throw out Masahiro Tanaka. They froze Devi Garcia, and he only lasted one inning. Uh, I don't know who's pitching the night for the Yankees, but 
I hope it's a starter that can give us depth. I, I prefer Garrett Cole tonight and then have Tanaka come back out tomorrow. But that's just my opinion. So, that's baseball. To basketball now in the NBA Finals. And ladies and gentlemen, the LA Lakers are one win away from winning the championship in the most unusual NBA season of all time in the beautiful bubble in beautiful Walt Disney World in Florida. What a great job by Adam Silver. I say every week, but I'm going to give him a round of applause. We're getting down to the final stretch. You can't call it a success yet. But if the Lakers win tomorrow night, this will be the greatest accomplishment in Adam Silver's career, in my opinion, in any sort of line of work he's done in his career, whether it's line cook at McDonald's or whatever. Zero positive tests in the bubble. Might have had a little hiccup here and there with players breaking protocols. But other than that, it's been perfect. No positive COVID tests. In my opinion, the basketball has been the leader of the world in sports. Returning between them and the UFC. But here we go. The LA Lakers are up 3-1 against the Heat. Heat surprisingly won the game on Sunday night without Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic. Bam Adebayo did come back yesterday. Did alright, but it was another Laker win. Laker pull, Lakers did pull away. So, this game's on Friday night, Game 5. And I tell you what, what a Cinderella story. The the uh, Lakers are wearing their Kobe Bryant jerseys. Uh, they're called the Mamba jerseys. Uh, and so, it would just be a truly a Cinderella if the Lakers could win it tomorrow for Kobe. And for everyone of the people at LA. Because I know it's been 10 years of suffering for them. They've had to endure a lot since Kobe left. And then when Kobe passed... Uh, just I can't imagine the emotions run, that'll be running tomorrow night in L.A. and really across the country because really anywhere you go, you get Laker fans across the country and even the world for that matter. Uh, I can't imagine the emotions. I think most of the country, whether you're a Laker fan or not, is going to be rooting for the Lakers for Kobe uh, unless you live in Miami or you're a Heat fan. I mean, you're going to want Jimmy Butler and the gang to force a comeback. I think the Lakers win tomorrow. I just think the uh, Hollywood script is there, man. The script is there for a for a Disney movie. It's going to really feel like a Disney movie tomorrow if the Lakers can pull it off. That game is at 9 o'clock Eastern tomorrow night, 8 Central, on your local ABC station. That might be... Now, I probably won't watch the game if the Yankees win tonight. Uh, because then the Yankees would come back and play Game 5 on Friday, but I would definitely on commercials be switching over to the game. Alright, enough of the NBA, let's get to the NFL. We're going to start off, before we make our picks, we're going to get to the, we're gonna get into the COVID stuff. More COVID positive tests in Tennessee. They went, we thought maybe Tennessee would be playing this Sunday. They still haven't ruled the game out, but it looks like it will. Monday, again, to recap. The Titans have 23, or it's either 22 or 23 total positive to COVID tests among players and staff. We thought maybe they'd be in the clear. Monday and Tuesday, they had no new positives. But then Wednesday, someone tested positive. We thought they'd be able to practice. Now, the NFL has had some contingencies, including moving Titans' bills to Monday or Tuesday. But the bills are the Thursday night football game next week. So they're talking about maybe moving the Bills-Titans game to sa- Bills-Chiefs to Saturday. We don't know yet. Another thing the NFL has sent to clubs, if we find out you guys have a COVID outbreak and it's linked to someone who is not following the protocols, we're going to forfeit you a game. So who knows? The Bills might get a free win this week. And one has to ask, 
if this is linked to breaking the protocols from two weeks ago, shouldn't the Steelers get a forfeited win too? Yes, they rescheduled the game, but maybe you give the Steelers the bye, their week eight, seven or eight bye week back and give them a free win. Who knows? I don't know. More about the Steelers in a second. We're at, that's actually one of the games we're picking their, this week is one of their games. But one has to wonder if the Bills get a free win from Tennessee breaking protocols for a COVID outbreak. Shouldn't Pittsburgh get a free win too? I think I have a very good argument here. Uh, let me know your thoughts in the reviews because I do believe that if the Bills get a free win and it's linked to something some a player did breaking protocols a week or two ago, then the Steelers should get a free win. Equal opportunity, man. Uh, I would Personally, I would love to see the Steelers play the Titans. My best friend, who I've said happy birthday to on here before, his name's Aiden. He's a Titans fan. I wanted to per, I wanted to beat him fair and square. So I, I want to play the Titans. I want to play the Titans. Let's get to the picks. You got me fired up there about COVID and forfeiting wins. The pick segment. All right. Thursday night football. The Buccaneers and the Chicago Bears. Tom Brady, Nick Foles. It's a quarterback rematch of Super Bowl 52. And I read a very interesting stat this afternoon. It's the first time in NFL history that we get a rematch between the two quarterbacks that played in the same Super Bowl, but they're on different teams. Tom Brady, if you recall, quarterback of the Patriots. They lost to the Eagles in that Super Bowl again, and the quarterback was Nick Foles. This will be interesting. The game's going to be in Chicago at Soldier Field. I believe no fans are in attendance. Tampa Bay comes into this game. It looks like whatever Russ Tom Brady had, he has shaken it off. He has absolutely been balling, even though he's kind of been short at receiver. Uh, O.J. Howard, one of the many tight ends at Tampa Bay, tore his ACL last week. He is out for the season. You talk about Brady, though. He he looks fine. His last game against the Chargers, that shootout if you watch that game. 30 for 46, 369 yards, 5 touchdowns, and an interception. The interception wasn't good. It was a pick 6, but they look pretty good. Mike Evans, you know, statistically, the touchdowns are up this year. He's having really good... But he's not catching all. He had seven catches for 122 yards, but that was because the other big wide receiver, Chris Godwin, was out. Mike Evans, of course, last week against Tampa Bay, had two catches for two yards, but they were two touchdowns. So the touchdowns are what get you wins in fantasy, not the yardage per se. Uh, and then the unsung hero, the Julian Edelman of the Buccaneers, Scotty Miller has done very good for the Buccaneers this year. I think Tom Brady really recognizes the Julian Edelman role that Scotty Miller plays there. Uh, very interesting. And then Rob Gronkowski is the interesting one to me. You know, a couple weeks ago he said, I'm a blocking tight end now. Now that O.J. Howard, one of the tight ends for the Buccaneers, is out for the season, I wonder if we're going to see more of Gronk in the passing game. He did have a catch last week for 29 yards, but you just haven't seen him that much out there. I wonder if we're going to see Gronk out on uh, tonight. For the Bears, their offense is alright. They've got, they've had, they've blown, they've come back in two games this season. They did lose to the Colts last week in a uh, slobber knocker. 
So they come into the game. I gotta look at their uh, record real quick. They come into the game three and one, just like the Buccaneers. Be an interesting game. I think the Buccaneers do win the game, thirty-one twenty. And I think Brady throws for uh, Brady will have a good game. He's gonna throw at least two touchdowns, and two of those touchdowns will be to Gronk. That's my bold take. I think Gronk's Buccaneers national television. Gronk's gonna show he's back, baby. All right, we're gonna go to the Sunday night game now. Good game between the Vikings and the Seahawks. And I honestly, I think the Seahawks might be the best team in football. Uh, Russell Wilson is playing like an MVP. They kind of had a little scare against the Dolphins last week. But they look very good. Russell Wilson putting up MVP-like numbers. If you have him in fantasy, you got to start him every week. Unless you have Mahomes or Lamar. The level Russell Wilson is playing is amazing. And it helps when you have two really good wide receivers in DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Uh, and then for the their defense is pretty good. Now, Jamal Adams won't play. He didn't play last week. He had, he's been dealing with, I believe, a knee injury. Let me look that up real quick. Uh, I, I don't pay attention to the injury reports much unless it's the Steelers or I have someone on the fantasy team. Uh, Jamal Adams out. Let's see, let's see, let's see what the injury is. Quentin Dunbar is hoping to play. So there's a good safety um, for Seattle. Looks very good. He's, he does amazing things. It's a f- groin injury. So, ooh, those groin injuries are rough sometimes. Uh, I know it from experience. <laughs> Uh, Minnesota, they come in, their offense hasn't been as good as they were last year, but you got Kirk Cousins, who can really light up a defense, maybe one game, one or two games a year. Dalvin Cook, really good running back, one of the top five running backs in the league right now. They, they're doing fine without Stephon Diggs, Adam Phelan is still doing good, but I tell you what, Justin Jefferson might be the new Stephon Diggs in Minnesota. I think Minnesota keeps it close, but I think Seattle's just too good, that offense. Give me the uh, Seahawks, 35-21. Russell Wilson just has another big game. All right, Monday Night Football. L.A. Chargers with Justin Herbert. Who would have seen this coming? Justin Herbert put hanging, hanging in there with Tom Brady last week. Tyrod Taylor, it's unfortunate how he lost his starting quarterback job, but he might have lost his job. I feel bad for the man. Uh, but nevertheless, now the Chargers on offense, and they're taking on the New Orleans Saints with Breeze. Now the Chargers are losing one of their key running backs, Austin Eckler. I believe he's out four to six weeks. Uh, Keenan Allen, Herbert's going to have to throw the ball to Keenan Allen a lot this week to have a chance. The run game's going to have to make plays. In defense, you got to get stops. No word yet if Michael Thomas will be active for the Saints, but that'll be a big key to who wins this, who has a chance to win this football game because if you've watched the Saints the past couple weeks without Michael Thomas, they don't look the same breeze. Maybe it's age with Drew Brees. I don't think it's age. I think it's just not having Mike up there. You've seen receivers drop some balls. Yeah, they've relied a lot on Alvin Kamara, and Alvin Kamara has done really good this season. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens with New Orleans. If Michael Thomas suits up, I think the Saints have a chance to make this a blowout. If he doesn't suit up, it's going to be a closer game. I think this game ends 2017. And give me the upset. I will take the LA Chargers over New Orleans. Alright, to the featured game. And this was a no-brainer. 
by the way, Monday Night Football is on ESPN Channel 206 on DirecTV. Sunday Night Football is on your local NBC station. Thursday Night Football, you have a bunch of places to go try and watch the game. NFL Network, where Thursday Night Football is every week, it's Channel 212 on DirecTV. I believe it's 154 on Dish Network. Your local Fox station. Amazon Prime Video. Now, if you want to watch the game in Portuguese, you can watch it on Prime Video. And they have a couple alternate feeds. They have a Scouts feed where scout where some former NFL scouts break down the game. And they have, and ladies, you'll want to watch this broadcast, the all-ladies broadcast. Hannah Storm and Andrea Kramer will call the game. Both females, both former, uh, well, Hannah Storm right now is a sports center anchor. Andrea Kramer used to be the sideline reporter for Sunday Night Football back when John Madden did games. So that's about 10 years ago. So if you want to watch that broadcast, you can. You just have to have an uh, Amazon Prime subscription, which... And if you're a college student, I believe you get Amazon Prime six months free. But don't quote me on that. Alright, to our featured game. The Battle of Pennsylvania. The Battle for the Keystone State. The Battle for the Liberty Bell. The Battle for the Monongahela River. The Philadelphia Eagles. Travel to Pittsburgh where there will be fans in the stands. At Heinz Field, we're going to... The Pittsburgh Steelers. And man, we would feel good to see some terrible towels waving in Pittsburgh. Uh, this is going to be a fun game. You know, Carson Wentz, last week in the second half of that game against the Niners, looked like the Carson Wentz we saw in 2017-18 before he tore his ACL. He was throwing, he was throwing some absolute dimes to his receivers, his practice squad of receivers, as we like to joke around here. Miles Sanders, you know, Miles Sanders has not put up the numbers we're accustomed to him seeing last putting up last year. Still good, nevertheless. Zach Ertz has had somewhat of a down season. Maybe that's because he's the only option at tight end now that Dallas Goddard is still on IR. Defense, all their own line is hurt. Lane Johnson's been hurt. Uh, that own line is just banged up, and maybe Carson Wentz is playing scared. I've noticed that when I've watched some Eagle games this year. Uh, but on Pittsburgh's side of the ball. Are you kidding me? So, the Titans' bye week was kind of bad. Ben was like, I feel like I'm getting in the rhythm. The Titans testing positive for COVID and forcing us to have a bye really messed up my rhythm. Now, Big Ben's a veteran quarterback. He's been in this game for so long that, you know, he'll get it's easy for him to get the rhythm back. I think he'll be just fine. He'll put up the usual numbers we've seen from him this season. Running back James Conner is going to do really good. I think Juju's going to do really good this week. Deontay Johnson. Keep in mind, he probably wouldn't have played last week because of his concussion. The extra week allowed him to get back on the field quicker for this week's game. So I think Deontay Johnson's due for a big game. This is going to be a fun matchup. And I think a lot of you who listen to this podcast and who have known me through the years will know who I'm about to take. But I'll tell you what, I think the Eagles will keep it close, but the Pittsburgh defense with T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick and Cam Hayward are just too much, and the offense is just too powerful. Give me my Pittsburgh Steelers! 28-10. to 10. I think they pull away in the second half. I think it'll be maybe 10-7, 10-10 at halftime, and then the Steelers will just go on a barrage. 
of offense and defense, and they will win the game convincingly. All right, food of the week. And since we're picking the Pittsburgh Steelers in Heinz Field, I figured why not? Let's talk about, we're going to talk about some food from Pittsburgh. Not just one food of the week. We're going to talk about all the fun foods from the Pittsburgh area. And I go to school in Pittsburgh. I'm not there currently because of COVID. But I've got family from Pittsburgh. So all these, I know all the really good foods about Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the city of bridges and tunnels. I love tunnels, man. (laughs) I love bridges. But you know what else I I love about Pittsburgh? I love me some Permani Brothers. Now, if you've never been to Permani Brothers, first off, what are you waiting for? You got to get to one if you want. Especially if now, if you're dieting, I'd recommend going to Permani's on your cheat day. But they have a lot of sandwiches that they pile high with French fries, coleslaw. I, don't, I take the coleslaw off. I don't like coleslaw. And a fried egg and cheese too, if you want cheese. Holy moly, it's amazing. Uh, you can get ham, turkey, or pastrami. That's the famous one there. Corned beef. I believe capicola. Can we get some capicola in this spaceship? Uh, you can get coleslaw on it, a fried egg. Now, at Permanente Brothers, they have something I like called when, a sandwich called when pigs fly. They take the coleslaw off it. I believe it's ham, turkey. French fries, fried egg, and American cheese smothered into this Texas white bread or Texas toast. I forget which kind it is. It is so good. Oh, my goodness. And then the fries are amazing, and they have very good wings. They also have pizza, too, if you're not feeling a sandwich. They got pizza, Philly cheesesteaks. Another famous food in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh salad. Now, if you go to Pittsburgh and you get a salad... You're getting it topped with fries. I'm sorry if you're trying to be a health nut and you think you want to get a salad and you're thinking, oh, I'm doing good for my diet. And then they bring it out and there's french fries and you're like, no, I'm trying to stick to my regime. I'm trying to be healthy. I just wanted a salad and they top it with fries. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, You just think, man, oh. But it's good. I mean, I don't eat salad, but... They top it with fries. You can ask uh, anyone that lives in Pittsburgh, and they say it's a great combination. They don't know how you not live without fries on it, uh, your salad. The other big famous food in Pittsburgh, other than Heinz ketchup, and what we talked about is pierogies. It's a very, you can get them at the grocery store. Sometimes you, ta- you can put whatever you want in it. Typically, it's mashed potatoes and cheese, and then you saute it. Or even deep fry it. Some places deep fry it. Uh, pierogies. You can put broccoli and cheddar in it. I don't recommend broccoli. Because I'm not a big uh, veggie guy. I know that disappoints some people. Uh, sorry. Uh, you can put whatever you want in pierogies. Some places have so many different varieties. If you go to Pittsburgh. Sometimes the best pierogi places are the hole in the wall places. And they have very good, delicious pierogies. Holy moly. You're getting me thinking. Of, you're getting me hungry for pierogies and Permani Brothers sandwiches right now just talking about it. So I, I'll tell you guys what. 
I have run really over time. Holy moly, we're at 24 minutes. I'm going to get off and go order me some wet pigs flying some french fries from Permani Brothers. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to Sports Bar Talk, where we always wear our masks and social distance, and we listen to our public health experts. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sports Bar Talk. Well, we got the best seat in the 